What's good, family? What's good, what's good, what's good? You already know it's Dez on the mic, and I got my dog, Marisha, with me today. As I said before, she ain't nobody new. Get to the word. What we got Straight today? Straight to the word. Straight to the word. Okay. So I decided my word for this year is going to be abundance. Um, one of my friends, you know, the one that used to call you supervisor, she always sends us her devotions that she does every morning. And she sent us one talking about abundance and honey. How y'all that about see? Because what? God said he's going to do what? Abundantly above all that we can ask or think of exceedingly according to his power that worketh in us. Say it a little bit louder for the people <laughs> in the back. Go ahead. That's exactly exceedingly what he said. Exceedingly abundantly above all according to his power that worketh. Uh-huh. In you. Uh-huh. That was Deidre Haddon's song. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to read a little bit. Well, I'm just going to read this devotion. You gave abundant showers, O oh God. You refreshed your weary inheritance. Psalm 68.9, that's the NIV version. The topic is abundant rain. It's easy to lose our passion for life. At one time, we love to laugh, look forward to the day. We're believing for our dreams. But when things didn't work out as we thought, we came into a dry place, and life lost its flavor. You smile, but there's no joy behind it. Sometimes we're dry because we're tired. The challenges have taken longer than we thought, and it seems we'll never overcome them. We can be dry because somebody did us wrong, and instead of letting go, we've become better. You may feel the blahs, but this is when you have to take control of your, of your thought life. That's where the battle is taking place. God sees what you've been going through, and he's about to give you an abundance of strength joy, health, and resources. You're coming out of that dry place into more than enough. Get your hopes up. Start expecting the abundant rain. That's the way of our God. And then a prayer for today says, Father, thank you that you are not limited by the dry places in which I sometimes find myself. Thank you that you see that I'm going through and you're sending the rain with overflow and abundance. I believe the victories in my past are going to to pale me in comparison to the victories in my future. In Jesus' name, amen. And when I read that, I was just like, abundance. Because, you know, over the past few years, I just feel like God has been really doing a work in my life, especially in the last year. Like, really Definitely. doing a work in my life. And I just feel like I've been planted. You know, they say, when you plant it, you're down there, you got to grow your roots, you cover it, you're in the dark. And I feel like it's time for me to sprout. Praise I, God. And I feel like, well, not I feel like I know God is not a God of the bare minimum. Amen. He doesn't, he doesn't give us the bare minimum. So anything he's going to give me is going to be abundant. Exceedingly abundant. <laughs> Excuse me. Anything he gives us is going to be in abundance because he loves us. And what he saying in Psalms 23, he's going to provide all of our wants and our needs. So just not my needs. My needs would be the bare minimum. But when God says he's going to provide all my needs as well, that means I should be here enjoying life and not just scraping by and wait till I get to heaven. I should right. be down here on this earth enjoying myself while still doing what God has called me to do until I get to be with him again. Life abundantly. And I believe that Everything that he's going to give me this year is going to be in abundance. And I'm not even going to know what to do with it. 
He said more than what you could ask or think. That means everything that I have asked for or thought that I could have is going to do that abundantly. And I already think big. I don't know about you. Big, big, big. But I think big already. Always thinking at the bigger picture. Always. According to his will, it shall be done. The period. So I'm already thinking. So I'm just thinking if I can think, if I can already see myself on billboards, where oh. where does God see me? <laughs> where does God have me? Because I already see myself being big. I already oh, see billboards. I see myself being big, so God must Praise see me God. being bigger. So yeah, that's bigger than the universe. Period. That's what um what my girl said. An that's olive has to go through three stages uh -oh. for its oil to run. Okay. What she say? You got to go through what? The shaking, the beating, and what? The pressing. Reba shaya da basi. I done been shook. I done been beat. I done been pressed. So what's it mean? It's time for my oil to run. Overflow. 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 Abundance. Abundance. But it starts with us. Press down, shaking together, running over, running over. Oh, oh, oh. Press down, shaking together, <laughs> running over. Because if we don't believe it for ourselves, who is God to force it upon us? That's true. If we sitting there with our arms crossed, we ain't going to be able to catch nothing. Our blessings will pass right by us and hit the rocks. The yeah, same man. rocks that God said he will raise it to praise him. If we don't praise him, are the same rocks that can catch our blessings if we're not prepared. And will. I'm prepared, honey. I'm trying to keep myself prepared, keep myself positioned at the right hand of God. How do you How do you keep yourself positioned? That's a whole other topic, honey. Okay, position. So, in order to position yourself. You see what I'm talking about? About this stupid car right here, y'all. I got bad road rage. Forgive me. Uh-uh. I don't understand uh -uh. why in the world he keeps trying to race me when I'm going to speed limit. So, Sir, if you're going to get around me, get around me. So let him drive and you drive. You leave your crew set. Okay. Shut me up then. All right now. Position. Position. Position, Position. Lord. Position right, me now. to stay in my lane and not worry about what he's doing <laughs> in his lane as long as he don't hit me. All right. Praise God. Keep your eyes on the prize. I, I, mm. <laughs> but, um, okay, we're talking about position. I'm trying to keep myself positioned at the right hand of God. And anytime I think of that, I think of Matthew 6, 33. Uh-oh. I'm going to pull it up because I always, I only remember the first part. So I'm going to, um. Praise God or to, um, 
to give God all the glory, to praise God every day. You have to wake up and you have to deny yourself, yourself. Because every day I wake up and what I want to do is not always aligned with what God wants to do. But you position yourself in a way that is in alignment with what God calls you to do. Right. Now, I also do believe once you get to a certain place, my prayer all the time is just that my wants will be what he wants for my life. Okay. So I do believe you can get to a place where your wants will line up perfectly with what God wants for your life. But until then, if you're still at that place where you're struggling and going back and forth because temptation is going to come, that's going to happen. That's going to happen. But you have to deny yourself that temptation. Deny it. And to be positioned by God, you just have to walk in his will, read your Bible, study to show yourself approved, praises, because when praises go up, blessings come down. That's what they say. That's what the Bible says. And if That's the Bible what it says, says it, then it's got to be true. That's what it says. Praises go up, blessings come down. But can I ask a question? Of course you can. We talked about abundance. We talked about uh, position. But how do you deny yourself? How do you deny yourself? Because there's somebody that's listening to this, and they're not a believer. Right. How do we deny ourselves? Because I want to know God. But how do I get to know him? How do I put my flesh aside and speak to the Father and not myself how do I deny me okay how do I deny myself I'm trying to think of a good example I'm trying to think of a good example y'all while she's thinking y'all did you know that Marisha is the person that fills me up when I'm empty y'all she's one of the people that I call to fill up my cup y'all he says that but Desmond really be knowing he already know that's why I get so mad at Desmond because I feel like Desmond, you know better. Just do better. But that's okay. You know, sometimes you got to bounce your ideas off of people. It just, it's good. It's very important to have an accountability partner. It's in the name of Jesus. All you have to do is call him. And the Bible says that when two or more gather, that he will be in the midst. Amen. Praise God. Praise Amen. God. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about denying yourself. An example, when you go out, let's say we go out, we at the club, whatever, and we all, we know, hopefully, we know fornicating is a sin, sleeping around is a sin. Do we do it? Yes. Has it been normalized? Yes. Does that make it right? No. no. Talk about it. So, okay, let's say we go out to the club, you know, you have a few drinks in, and you decide you want to go home with this girl or this boy, whatever. But you know that ain't what you're supposed to be doing. And you feel the little tug in your spirit. You feel God calling you like, nah, sis, that ain't the one. Nah, bro, look, nah, bro, keep it in your pants. Keep keep it in your pants. Do you fall into temptation? Or do you deny yourself what your flesh wants? Because a lot of times what our flesh wants is temporary happiness. But temporary happiness, well, in the name temporary, it's not gonna last. And I don't, I don't know about you, but I don't want temporary happiness. If I have to be temporarily unhappy, I don't want temporary anything, not even a temporary job. Okay, if I have to be temporarily unhappy to get eternal joy, joy that'll last a lifetime, a lifetime, joy that'll last forever, I'll do that. I'll be that. That's just one way you can deny yourself. You can deny yourself when you wake up, or you can deny yourself when somebody has pissed you off so badly. But what do you do to deny yourself? You just say, no, self, don't do that. 
Sometimes it takes that. I talk to myself. Same. I talk to myself. Now, Dez, you know good and well if you walk in here, you know what's going to come out. Mm-hmm. Nah, I can control myself. Dez, you can't control yourself. That's why you need Jesus. <laughs> and sometimes time, you go in that situation, you do exactly what you said you wasn't going to do, and then you get uh-huh. upset when God has to spank you at the end because you don't want to listen. Well, God, why did why is this happening? Do you remember when so and so? God never said that what you did was going to come back the same way that you did it. Mm-hmm. He never promised that. I find myself talking to myself a lot. I have a bit of road road rage myself, and yeah, you do. I don't. I don't need you. I don't need your backup. I admit it. I have a little bit, just a little bit of road rage. Me too. And um, I'm trying to stop cursing. It's not something I like to do. I'm trying to stop too. It's hard. But when I'm driving, these drivers just be wanting me to curse them out. So I'll let something slip and I'll be like, now, Marisha, you know you ain't have to say that. And then I have to say, sorry, God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying. So I really do talk to myself and try to deny myself and catch myself as much as I can if I feel like. I need to call up some boy to come see me in the middle of the night. Uh-oh. Deny yourself. I be trying to deny myself. I be fighting with myself. It's the process that God honors, though. It's right. like God doesn't call us to be perfect. Right. And sometimes we try our best and beat ourselves down when we do slip up. But you got to understand, if you are trying to work with God, he honors that. Right. But he said, come as you are. Come as you are. See, a lot of times we try and get ourselves all perfect and clean up and neat before we come to God. We like to use God as our last resort. We don't have to get all pretty before we come to God. We don't have to put on our best fit to go see God. Because he sees us anyways. He wants us to come to us to go to him as a first resort. I shouldn't try everything and call on everybody. I shouldn't have to call Desmond and Tom, Nick and Harry and my mama and the pastor and and try and do it myself and try and go on the street and sell drugs, trying to figure out how I'm going to pay rent. When God says, just come to me. Come to me first. I'll give you the answers. But we like to try According and, to his will, that shall be will. done. According to his will. Because a lot of times we go to God with all of these requests that we want, but when it comes down to it, God's like, no, that's not what I'm doing for you. But it's like, God, this is what I want for myself. Right. This is the type of job that I want. And God says, right. it's not about what you want. Period. If it was about what you want, then what you want, you have. Right. Which is also another one of my favorite things to say while, I'm pray- while I pray- while I am praying is let your will be done. Because I can pray all day long. If it's not in God's will, it ain't got nothing to do with that. On the BBB, I shall. And a lot of times we try and act like, oh, well, God didn't answer my prayer. No, honey, he didn't answer it in the way you wanted. Oh. Go ahead and open up your ears. Just because he said no does not mean he did not answer your prayers. He said no. You need to listen. On the episode that I recorded today, I ain't going to say his name, but y'all have to watch that episode. He said to me, we failed to understand. He said that God says that he is before us and he is with us. So God's before us and he's closing doors and doors in your life are closing. God's closed those doors for a reason. Right. And that right there pulled my spirit out of my body. Because mm. I felt that. I said, dang, I'm up here getting mad because doors in my life are closing. But if God be before me, right. and who can be against me, 
let me back up. If God be before me uh-huh. and the door done closed in my life, okay. God done closed that door. Okay. Okay. Mm. All right now. The enemy can't close no door in your life that God opened up. And he can't. And he can't. And I, that's also another thing I pray. God, any door that is for me, go ahead and open it up. And any door that I don't need to walk through, shut that door. It ain't got nothing to do with me. But a lot of times I really just say, God, whatever your will, let your will be done. God, my footsteps. Every step I take, I want it to be a God-ordained step. I don't want to take not one step off of God's path. Grammy, he will pull us back as long as we allow him to because we do have free will. He ain't going to make us do nothing we don't want to do. But I, my want, my honestly sincerely my want is to do what God wants for my life because I know there's so much more that he has in store for me and I want to reach that I want to be able to see that I know I haven't reached my full potential I'm nowhere near it and I can't wait to see what God has done has already done because already done I just got to walk through it I just have to walk in my purpose don't you get over it while I'm on this lane yeah come on now we just have to walk in our purpose. And then we get all upset when stuff isn't going our way. We need to take a step back and say, okay, God, am I doing what you want me to do? Or am I doing what I want to do? Oh, you know what we also need to do is to learn to ask God to close doors in our lives that we opened mm-hmm. that did not need to be opened. Right. Because the enemy will come through doors that you open. Like, I know a lot of times with the Zodiac, if you start... Um, relying your whole life on these zodiac signs and depending on these zodiac signs you open up doors in your life that's a portal for the enemy because you know they talk about that in the bible in uh is either it's leviticus i think it's in the book of leviticus when they talk about um horoscopes and stuff or um when you start allowing certain people into your life that's not supposed to be in your life because you aren't using good discernment and people are causing issues and negative and just distracting you from everything that God has for you, you just got to pray that God will remove those things in your life that's not for you. Right. Right. What's for me, let it be for me. What's not for me, take it away. Take it away. I don't want nothing in my life that's not for me. And you're right. A lot of times we will find ourselves in situations that we don't need to be in or walk at the doors where we don't need to be. God, snatch me up. Keep me up out of there. I don't want to be there. I don't want to slowly exit. Snatch me Help up. me. Grab me by my Jesus. ear and drag me out of there. I don't want to be there. No, I don't want to be there. Ear. No, Jesus, don't hurt my ears now. No, I take my ear. Take the whole thing off if you have to. I don't want to be there. I really don't. I don't want to be in the presence. I don't want to be nowhere where God's not at. The deep saints back in the day, they say, Jesus, take my ears off so I can't hear the negativity no more. And then you just be like... No, go ahead. I don't want to hear no negativity. <laughs> y'all, I just want y'all to walk in your purpose. Ask God to direct your steps, your steps, direct your path constantly. The Please, only advice I know how to get nowadays. Exactly. Now we got this to The only advice I know how to give nowadays is pray about it. Ask God to direct your steps. But you and I also pray. help you when you pray about it, too. You help God then in the way do. to pray about it. And you get the suggestions. And I pray for myself. Yeah, I definitely do. But I have 
But you know, they got people out here, sorry to cut you off, but you know, we got people out here that love to tell Christians, oh, you forcing your religion, you forcing your religion. How am I forcing my religion if I'm making a suggestion to somebody that you should try my God? Right. And let me let me tell you something. I don't know any other way. Now, if I if I don't know if the person is a Christian or not, I might ask first. I'm going to talk about Jesus regardless. For my sake, I ain't going to force it on you, but I'm going to tell you how I got through it since you asked okay. me my opinion. Right. And I ain't going to tell you the universe did it because I don't know who the universe is. And I know Jesus. And do. But I will ask if they're a Christian first because I might approach it differently so that everybody yeah, can understand. Definitely. But my thing, I'm not forcing religion on anybody. I just want to show you God through love. But I can't tell you nothing without talking about God because I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for God. Show, because uh, show God, God kept through me, our walls, man. Right. Because God kept me when I did not deserve to be kept. Mm. God's grace and his mercy is the only reason I'm sitting here today. Because the good Lord knows it's plenty of nights I should not have made it home. You wake up in the morning like, ooh, I don't even remember driving home. How did I get here? You ever been here? <laughs> oh, that, that's just me? That's just you, you, you can't relate. That's what the liquor be doing to people. I don't even know. Don't be ashamed to tell the Maybe some of y'all not Listen, We keep it hot, baby. Humble, open, and transparent. Sometimes a look at how you confuse. Uh, maybe some of y'all can relate. But it, like, it's been plenty of nights where I shouldn't have made it home. And I know for sure it was only God's grace it was the that blood. carried me. The, the blood. It's the blood for me. I need to get that on the shirt. I know it was the blood. <laughs> I know it was the blood for me. Y'all not going to sing because y'all might uh, exit out this podcast before I can even finish it up. But literally, I can't have no conversation without God coming up because God is the one who has brought me through it all. He is the reason I'm so far in my life right now. He is the reason I have made it to see 22 years. It will soon be 23. Um, so literally, all I can say to y'all is keep the faith. Don't give up. If you feel like you're in a dry season, the abundant rain is coming. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Listen, can I say this? When life gets hard, keep the faith. When you feel like giving up, keep the faith. When everything in your life is going the way it should be, keep the faith. When God is blessing you abundantly, keep the faith. When you start denying your flesh, keep the faith. When you start walking in, when you start positioning yourself and aligning yourself with the will of God, keep the faith. Whatever you're doing in your life, keep the faith. When you're ministering to people, keep the faith. When you get into a dark spot, keep the faith. When you're driving in your car, keep the faith. When you're struggling between your bad habits, keep the faith. When you're trying to decide whether or not you want to do that sneaky link, keep the faith. Whatever you do at all times, if you are a believer, if you're not a believer, if you're trying to believe in God, the goal is to keep the faith. And you don't have to give no cup size of faith. All you need, all you need, all you need is a dose of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Honey, that's what I can stay on this phone all wow. night talking to y'all. But let, let me tell you something. Because anything Make that the is size made, of a mustard seed, that's uh, what you need. Okay. Anything that is made and nice and pretty has been through some pressure. A diamond mm. has to go through pressure. A diamond does not come into this world a diamond. Mm. A diamond has to go through some pressure. To get oil from an olive, it has to go through the shaking, the beating, the pressing. To get a clay mug, anything made out of clay, it has to be beaten. It's, it's formed. It's, it's what you might think is you being misformed, deconstructed, whatever. 
God is the potter. When you give your life to God, you got to go through the pressing. Got to. The shaking and the running over. Because he has to prepare you for this life. Shadrach, Meshach, and the Billy Goat. Meshach, Shadrach, and the Bendigo. <laughs> and Abednego. I was just joking. I was just quoting <laughs> Medea. I, I, I had to think of the names because no, I can't remember. I was quoting Medea, and she said a Billy Goat and a Bendigo. A Billy Goat. Yes. They went through the fire, and when they did not come out smelling like the smoke. They came out they, of pure gold. They went into the fire. They came out. Their clothes weren't burned. They didn't smell like smoke. The non-believers were standing outside watching them thinking they was going to get burned alive. And they said, who was that fourth person in there we saw walking with you? It was Jesus. It was Jesus. He's through it all with us. When you feel like you're in that dark season, baby, you are planted. You are planted. A, pl a seed does not grow its roots sitting on top of the ground. The seed is placed into the ground and it's under the ground. Just when you think you're about to break surface, boom, you go a little bit lower. That's roots. You're getting, you're being planted. <laughs> keep the faith. Keep, keep the faith, honey. Keep the faith. If you ain't keeping faith, I don't want to talk. <laughs> if you ain't got the faith, I don't want to talk. And you know, they always say you never know how close you are. We need to, to get that on the shirt. Got the faith? <laughs> got faith? Question. Got faith? You never know how close you are to breaking the surface or to finding that piece of gold or and don't look at anybody else's walk. Because you you turn, you turn take your eyes off your own walk and you're looking at this person with seven pieces of gold, right? And you in a gold mine. And your partner got you don't seven even pieces know of gold. Look, we paying attention to everybody else's gold mines and what they're digging in their tunnels. Mm -hmm. And then we stop digging in ours to go and try to dig in theirs. But little do we know, if we would have kept digging a little bit more, God had all the gold sitting there laying out right for us. Right there. We go digging in their tunnel. They done got all their gold. And, and our gold was days. right there at the surface. Just waiting on us to break the surface. But we too busy looking at them. Keep your eyes on your own walk. Look in the mirror. Every morning I've, I've started to get to this habit. Every morning I get up and I just tell God what I'm grateful for. God, I'm grateful for this life. And also self-reflection I think is very important. Because a lot of times we're too busy focused on the what's ahead of us. That we forget that two months ago we was praying to be exactly where we are right now. Sometimes I just have to look back like, dang God, I remember when I prayed for this. I haven't even thanked you for this yet. And I'm sitting here praying for the next thing. God, I thank you. God, I remember when I didn't have a car. Now here I am in my brand new car asking you for the next one. And I haven't thanked you for this car yet. I was praying for this car and now I got it and I'm asking you for the next one. I ain't even said oh, thank for real. you. Huh? For real. That was my example. Oh, I was about to say now you know. No, nah, nah, honey, me and my car, we finna rock. You know what? Me it, it and Black Jesus, we here for the long time, baby. <laughs> it, it was just an example, honey. Me and my car finna rock. Okay. It's Black Jesus for me, y'all. I love my Honda. Black G Black Jesus is cute. I love my black I loved my black on black car. Beautiful beautiful. I miss her. But so, me and Veronica gonna rock. Abundance. Abundance. Position. Position. No, what are we talking? Abundance. Position. Denying yourself. Keeping faith. And. Um. Well, I guess that's the position. Walking in on God's path. Yeah, that's position. That's the fourth. But also, y'all, find time for prayer. Like for me, my prayer time 
it's in the mornings. I get up, I don't check my phone, I turn off my alarm, I go in my bathroom, because I use the bathroom every morning. Whether you have to pee, you know, I got to keep it raw, but you got to pee where you got to take the, take a number two. <laughs> I get in that bathroom, y'all, and I sit down, and I just pray. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm not like, in our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. I'm, like I'm talking to y'all, like, it's just me and God. Right. You, I mean, telling you, people think I was on the phone with somebody. Right. And I'm just talking to God about how thankful I am of what he's doing and how he's moving in my life and what he's going to do next for me and what I would like according to his will. You know, just in there, deep thoughts, me and God having a conversation. Find your time to pray. Right. What you see? Did you see in my bathroom when you were sitting there, was sitting right beside my toilet? It's a little devotional book. Yeah, I saw that. I set my glasses up under Uh-huh. Every time, because I'm trying to get into better habits. Because I used to pray every morning when I got in the car. That was my time to pray, but I haven't been leaving my house that much. So, I leave my phone. I try and leave my phone in my room. I go in the bathroom. That devotion is sitting right beside my toilet. So I have to pick it. I ain't got no other choice but to pick it up. I, I Sometimes I forget I was about to get off the toilet this morning. And I said, ooh, I didn't even touch my devotion. I just sat there for a little bit longer. I'm about to start doing that. I got a devotional. I ain't even cracked up. Because I just have to sit there. And even if I'm done, I'm going to sit there. I'm going to read my devotion. And then in my bathroom, I've got written on my, on my mirror, what are you thankful for? What are you grateful for? What are you asking God for? And I also have abundance written on my mirror. Because I have to remind myself, you know, in the Bible it says remind God of his promises to you because he has made promises to us. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think it's not yes. just reminding God of his promises. But reminding it's reminding yourself. yourself, right. And because, also, you know, what? I didn't mean to catch you off, but when you said reminding, also we have to remind ourselves of what God has done for us, especially in your darkest moments. Right. He talks about when he delivered those people from Egypt. Mm-hmm. And... He had them go to the Jordan River and place stones mm-hmm. in remembrance of him and not make a mon, uh, uh, mon- what was it, um, not make a monument, but make a memorial and just keep tabs of everything that God has done, everything that you ask God for, everything that he's done in your life, write it down. And when you're in your darkest moments, if God can deliver me from this, he can deliver me from anything. Right. And I saw somewhere one time, you have made it through 100% of your darkest days. 100% of your hardest days. Every time you thought, I'm not going to make it through this. This is too tough. I'm ready to give up. You made it through it. You're still here. You know, we all done had them days where we felt like we just couldn't go on no more. And we're still here. I am still here. We're still here. It's by the grace So keep the faith, God. y'all. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. We out. Hi. Turn the mic out.